And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 115 today. Play-in round preview. Your host, TJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, and my father, Tommy Savaro. Kurtzman, back-to-back nights. How are we doing, brother? Good. Um, not much to say. Going to be a quick podcast tonight. Going to just talk a little about the playoffs, talk about the play-in matchups, and uh, ramifications of each game. Dad, how you doing? Yeah, Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm surprised it's early tonight. Ten forty-five start, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad for us. All right, Kurtz, let's do the the playoff bracket. I know you have, not the playoff bracket. You have the final standings of the regular season. Yes, final standings of the regular season are as follows: one seed Rams seven and one, two seed Panthers Douglas first year quarterback six and two, Seahawks three seed six and two Wickup first year quarterback. Yeah. Um, Ravens four seed Leota first year quarterback. Yeah. Packers five Pip. First year quarterback. Wow. Um, Suroff, Steelers, the sixth seed. Um, seventh seed is the Bengals. Eight seed is first year quarterback for Garland. First year quarterback. Eight seed Oilers. Jarrock had a little little faltering to end the season. Um, nine, the Bucks. Mike Giorgano. and ten, Deshaun gets snags that last spot with the win in week eight. From defeated in last season to playoffs. making the playoffs this season. Four. four. Nice. Very nice. nice Very job. nice. The big. Uh, Big for the league. You get how many new first year? How many first year the quarterbacks? Four of the top five C's are first year quarterbacks. Do we, Crazy. Uh, is there a comeback player of the year this year? Yeah, yeah, there'll be a comeback player of the yeah. year. I'm not sure who's gonna win it, but there, there's the award. Deshaun going for my, you know, no wins. No, to, no, come back as someone who didn't play in the league. Oh, all right. And then play, played and didn't play that place. <laughs> yes. You could vote. You could vote Deshaun for most improved, maybe. Oh, okay. But we'll get to the awards and everything. I'm finishing up the stats tonight after this podcast. So. uh and look out for that before the playing rounds and votes will be hopefully finalized by then and announced sooner that rather than later. Do we have anything else about the, the final standings of the regular season? Um, Interesting. Jirok's team Oilers were up at, up at the top yeah. all year, but two huge losses, 52-0 to the Rams and then a 29-0 because of the forfeit to the Ravens. That's minus 81 in your point differential, and that yeah, makes, it you, it makes you the lowest-ranked 5-3 and three team. They, um, they lose their re- two regular last season games, one against the Saints, and then... Uh, and then yeah, they're, they're they're struggling into the playoffs. Limping um, in. Limping in. And uh, they're going to need a little bounce back here. I guess we could talk about that game first, since that's the first game on the docket. Um, yeah. Uh, Bucks versus Oilers. Eight versus nine matchup in the playing round. Uh, how the playing works is top remaining seed after the playing will play the will play the two seed, and the lowest remaining seed will play against the one seed. So, uh... The Rams and Panthers do not know who they are playing yet. All right, Dad, Bucks Oilers, how are you feeling about the game? Looking forward to this game. You have uh, probably the best running quarterback in the league in Jarrock, and then you have the the best uh, top sock man in the league in uh, Damian, Damian. Coming off a nine-sack performance. Yeah, uh, and that, that's going to be a really good matchup. Uh, love the Bucks defense. Like I said, all year long have been really you know, crazy about their offense. And uh, but their defense is, is held up, and they do not get blown out of games. They, they that defense keeps them in games. So this should be really interesting. Uh, do we know the health of uh, of Mikey? Was with him today at the field, actually. Um, shoulder definitely still hurting a little bit, but uh, I think he will definitely be ready to play. He's a gritty player, but uh, he definitely could be a little hampered with the shoulder injury. Yeah, they got to find ways to, to score points, and uh, they need cheap touchdowns. Yeah, maybe they could generate some offensively. Uh, if they can control the run, I think they got a really good shot at this game. Uh, I don't like the way the Oilers came in the last two games. 
you come limping into the playoffs, and, and, and especially I think last week's game, you had a lot going in, and you know, win that game, and you possibly could be the one seed, and, and not to show up. I said it, you know, last podcast. I'll say it again. Don't like the way they played. Um, you know, I think they had two teams trending in different directions. Uh, but that being said, I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, I'll start with the picks. I'm going to take the Bucks. There's no way I could take the Oilers right now. They've just looked terrible in the last the last two games that I've seen them play. Um, I get. I feel like I'm taking Damian in this game. Like I said it on the I said it last night on the podcast too. When we were, like we kind of talked about the matchup a little bit. Um, they're going to pull flags. Damian's going to be in the backfield. He's going to be able to pull Jarok's flag. Um, I haven't seen anything from Jarok as of late throwing the ball down the field. The only thing I could think of is. Is Buddy just like you know batting down four or five passes consecutively? I feel like, and that should, that image is just stuck in my head. Um, I don't. I feel like they don't have a, a vertical threat either. Like no one, no one's taking you know the top off the defense on that Oilers team right now. The Bucks play good defense. How are they going to move the ball? How are they going to score? That's what it comes down to in this game. They might need to you know get something on defense, get a defensive touchdown. But I'm going to go low scoring game. I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm taking the Oilers. Um, I'm taking Jarrock. I think five football experience matters, and he's got a lot of it. Um, he'll find a way to win. It might be a close, might be a really close game. I expect it to be a pretty close game. Damien is the X factor for the Bucks. If they're gonna win, he has to be the the reigning defense player of the year. He has to show why he has been a dominant force in this league for the last couple seasons. And if he's able to do that, the Bucks are gonna find themselves in a good position. But I'm going to roll with the Oilers. Looking at the Oilers, I think when they play the Seahawks, they really got up for that game. This team has the ability to rise to the occasion, um, and they can't do it offensively. Jarok's uh, uh, big target, I'd say, would be Abdul. Uh, he can he can have a multiple touchdown game. He's capable of doing that. Uh, great player. Uh, I, if I had to go one team only because of the lack of offense, and I've been saying it all year, uh, I got I got I'll go with the Oilers on this one. So you're both on the Oilers, and I'm on the Bucks. Yeah, I think that I think uh, maybe a little recency bias. We just watched the Oilers play get dominated by right now the best team in the league. Yeah, um, absolutely demolished. Didn't look good on any plays. As I said last podcast, it seemed like they were just out of it from the beginning. Uh, the Oilers are the better team, but the Bucks. If the game gets muddy and it's low scoring, Drog needs to try to break this one open because if it keeps it close, and you give the Bucks more and more chance to win the game as the game goes on. Do we know attendance for this game? We don't. We do not know the we'll attendance. Let's we'll to find out on Saturday, uh, Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Interesting. Anything else in this game? No, I think we can move on to the other game of the day. All right, let's go to the Saints versus the Bengals. 11 o'clock start. 11 o'clock start. Dad, I'll start with you. Well, this is a really interesting game. Uh, you got the Saints coming in, uh, playing pretty, pretty good ball. And you got the Bengals, who are a good team when they all show up. It's, it's a tough matchup. It's a big, big, two big physical teams. Uh, hoping to see uh, big plays out of Buddy, Micah, uh, Deshaun keep playing the way he plays. Uh, it, it, it's it, it's a really tough game for me to pick, but I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah, I think a healthy Deshaun for the Saints is the, the key in this game. He's looked better and better each week. He's running the ball a lot more now. Looks like they have a good game plan coming in each week. I know he's excited for this game. I know he's going to be game planning and ready to go. Um Big boys on the line, Amir, Harnish, and Micah against the Kaka brothers and Jodell, I'm assuming, will be there. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be chipping in the trenches. Both teams have a lot of guys on both sides of the ball that are capable of making plays. I'm hoping both teams are at full strength or close to full strength. 
it's really going to be a great game. I think whichever team is able to limit their mistakes and not turn the ball over is probably going to end up being the one that wins this game. The Saints have played nothing but low-scoring games all season and games they've won and a lot of games also that they've lost. Um, I think that's their formula. Win close games, low scoring, play with defense. Buddy's been amazing in the back, leads the league uh, in pass breakups. Um, just go out there and play your game, have fun. I think both teams are going to play really well. I'm taking the Saints in this game. Taking the Saints as well. Um, I just feel like if this one, if you know the Bengals get going, get down early, there's going to be a lot of, of, of talk and there's going to be a lot of, of shit talking to each other. Whereas the Saints, I think they just stay in the game. They're definitely more a little bit more of a team than the Bengals are. Um, honestly, I, I think I picked against Garland every single week this season. Like, I don't think I took them one time, which I feel terrible about. I might have, but I feel like I picked against them every single time, and I feel like I, I take dates. Did I? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You're Garland <laughs> uh, curse. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe he doesn't want me to pick them. Um, I agree with what you said. I feel like this is going to be... Very, you know, 20, 20 something, you know, flag pulling is the key in this game because both teams are inconsistent flag pulling teams. Uh, saw a Long lot play of touchdowns. Yeah, a lot, saw a lot of that from the Bengals last week. I know they didn't have all their guys. Mark DePalma is one of their better flag grabbers, and I'm, I'm hoping he's back for this one. Um, but the flag grabbing needs to be on point. I think the Saints have gotten better each week at that, and the Bengals last week didn't look very good at it. So um, I'm going with the team that's really hot right now. I'm taking the Saints. Dad. Yeah, it is a tough pick for me. Uh, I agree with Kurtz. I think the team that turns the ball over the least wins this game. Uh, but this this is Deshaun's first playoff game versus uh, playoff Trevor, who won last year. Yeah. yeah. So he's a little more experience. Uh, I'm going to go with the experience on this one. I, I think that the, the Bengals, they could play with the elite teams. And, and yeah. uh, they, they, they've shown they can. And I think I'm going to go with them on this one. So you're well, on the, would not surprise me at all if the Saints win. So you're on the bank. Yeah, this is gonna be a very good yeah, game. I think both games. Yeah, are both games. I think both games gonna be very I good think as well. Last year we had one very good playing game, Florida versus Steel, uh, Florida versus uh, Oregon, and then one kind of shitter with the Michigan State blowing out Texas Tech. I'm expecting two good games here. I'm expecting there to be two good games, and I'm expecting there to be a lot of big plays. And like I, I said that last year, and I'll say it again. Only usually in these playoff games, it's just a couple of plays that decide the outcome because. Big plays are limited, so you got to really be the ones that are not having those few disastrous plays on defense and the teams that are be able to make the simple play. Seven yards, just get it, because it, it's a drive igniter, and um, I'm looking forward to this game, though, for sure. Dad, you got anything else? Ten-minute podcast? I mean, that's really it. It's the shortest podcast in the no, history. I know, it's a five-minute pre- no, five preview. We do about five minutes on each game, usually. Yeah, no, usually only two games this week. Anything um, else about the rest of the playoffs? Um, no, I mean, I, we're going to talk more about the... The other matchups when we have the full yeah, first round slate, uh, we talked a little about them in the first round. That the games that are set are the Packers versus the Ravens in the four five, and Steelers versus Seahawks in a rematch of Week Eight's game in the three six. But I want to save that talk for next week's preview. The quarterbacks to not make the playoffs. Oh yeah, sure. Zach Sobieski, Brandon Kurtzman, Tommy Galante, Tommy Galante, and Dan Dexter. And Dan Dexter. Combined four wow. wins from those four teams. Two teams undefeated, defeated. Two teams. Four defeated. wins from those four quarterbacks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. Um, and two in the last week by Dan. Yeah, two yeah. Last week by Dan. Dan drafted a better team. You could have been in the playoffs. Yeah, no. I think the Cowboys had a little untapped potential. Um, had a hard. They had a harder schedule. They played against a lot of the really good teams. At least the teams that were clicking early on in the season. But um, they, he found it a little. He found it late, and he was able to. Uh, he was able to make some plays and get them a couple wins. It. Um, yeah, there's always teams that are not going to be good. You always try to avoid having a couple stinkers, but 
Um, it's how it goes. The, the cream of the crop rise. And this year, a lot of the, the really good teams didn't really falter often to the bad teams. Like They usually just lost to each other. So I think that is obviously what leads to two teams being defeated, plus attendance issues on some teams as well. So usually all bad teams in this league have the same characteristics. Yeah, bad attendance. Is how, that's how you start. That's how it all starts. For sure. All right, that's going to be it for the podcast. We will be see you at the field on Sunday for the 10 and 11 o'clock games, and then we'll be back on the pod for the recap and then the preview of the first round of the playoffs. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening on, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.